Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, wherever you are in the world, whenever you are in the world, this is Messy Adventures in Living, and I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Um, what is Messy Adventures in Living? If you're the listening for the first time, here's a little blurb about what we like to talk about on this show. Um, so, Messy Adventures in Living is a radio show where we really, what I like to do on this show is look at all of the beliefs that we have, all of the conclusions that we make about life, all of the points of view that we have, and really look at them and really um, challenge them. And in doing that, um, I invite you to drop all of your beliefs and all of your conclusions and all of your points of view about everything and invite you instead to something else, which is asking questions and creating your life from being in the question about what else is possible instead of what we tend to do, what we've learned to do, which is function from a whole bunch of conclusions about what life is supposed to look like and what life is supposed to be and then create our life from conclusion and then wonder why we're not having any fun. So, um, Messy Adventures in Living is a place where we encourage you to jump in, get messy with your life, make choices, um, and even if they're not perfect and right, and just make a choice and then see what that choice creates and then choose again and choose something different and in doing that create your life and enjoy messy living. Um, I am Petrina. I, uh, I like to do and be a whole bunch of things in my life. I'm a mom of three great kids. They're uh, six and nine and 12. I'm a registered nurse in Toronto. I'm a pediatric nurse. So I've worked with kids for about 19 years now um, in the hospital setting and in a whole bunch of other settings as well. I like kids. They're cool. And I also am an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. Um, I learned this really cool modality called access consciousness about six or seven years ago Um what really is a modality that shows you exactly what I was just talking about, how to ask questions, um, how to come out of conclusion and create your life, really empowering you to know everything that you already know and create your life from what you know and from being in the question instead of the conclusions that this world kind of just feeds you. So that's Messy Adventures and that's me a little bit. Um, today on Messy Adventures in Living, we are talking about growing up and growing old. So the title of the show is Never Grow Up, Never Grow Old. Um, do you find yourself longing for your youth? Do you remember wishing that you could be a grown-up when you were a kid so that you could do whatever you wanted then? Excitedly looking forward to a future when you could finally just choose for yourself. Well, when did you become a grown-up? And was it anything like you expected? 
Have you taken on old? What if growing up and growing old are lies? Are we setting kids up with this lie? How can we show them that they can choose for themselves now instead of when they grow up? Have you bought the aging lie? And how much are you fighting it? How much are you fighting aging? What if your resistance to aging and your unwillingness to play are creating the aches and pains that you have labeled getting old? You know, you don't actually have to grow up. Wouldn't it be great to have all the bonuses of being an adult with all the carefree joys of childhood too? You can. You might not believe me, but you can. So um, I just came back from a week in Muskoka, Ontario, which is north, 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 north of Toronto in a very lush, beautiful place full of woods and rocks and beautiful nature. And I spent the week at a kids' camp. It's called Camp Quassen, very cool camp. Um, and I volunteered as the nurse there for a week. It's great. Uh, it's a great gig. My kids get to camp. I get to be the nurse and enjoy the lake and the beach and the woods and the joy that filters through there for the week. So I spent the week there. This is my fifth year up there, actually. Um, how did I get so lucky to get invited to be there? Um, and I really was this year really aware and really looking, watching the kids play. And not only the kids, but also their their leaders, the, the cabin leaders, um, which are who are young people, uh, 18, 20, 23, spending their summers up north at camp, creating programs for kids, playing. And I really started to get, really, like in a really different way this year, how much we as adults cut play out of our lives and and, and cut fun out of our lives or we create fun in a different way as adults or something. There's like there's like an adult way to have fun. <laughs> and I'm watching these kids and I'm watching them do things like, you know, the weather was beautiful. It was scorching hot every day, dry, not a cloud in the sky, just gorgeous, beautiful weather to be in the lake. Oh, my God. Thank you. How did I get so lucky again? Thank you, universe, for that. Um, and it rained one day, the, the second last day. And the kids were just outside playing, playing in the rain. Um, and, you know, when did we stop? Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. 
every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Katrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFaba.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. 
Welcome back to Messy's Ventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fala. And before we went to break, we were talking about me being at camp, being the camp nurse. <laughs> and I'm watching kids and realizing really, truly how much we have lost play or not even lost play. How much have we actually given up play in our lives, given it up completely? Given it up to adulthood and this, um, this idea that we have that we should, you know, stop playing and get serious as we become adults. <clears throat> so, um, so I decided to do this radio show. And so let's look at this. Let's look at what are some of our points of view about what it means to grow up and what it means to grow old and bust some of these lies so that we can actually choose something else because there is always something else possible. Um, so what are some of the ideas that you have? What are some of the beliefs that you have? What are some of the things that you learned very early as a child about growing up? And I think this is part of what, you know, I, I listen to kids talk sometimes and I realize how early we start to buy the lies of this reality. And they are lies, people, because any conclusion is a lie. Anything that we conclude, anything that we decide is a lie, Um because there's always a different possibility. So when we buy one thing as truth, it's always a lie. Because something else is always possible. So what are some of the lies that you bought about growing up and growing old and aging when you were a kid? What did you see when you looked around? Um, what were you told by the adults in your life about growing up? So... Some of the things that I learned about growing up is, which is probably many of us did, is that growing up meant you got a job, you went to school, you got a job, you bought a house, you got married, you had a family, and hopefully you were happy. <laughs> um, I didn't even consider the possibility that there was something else possible. Because when I looked around, this is all I saw. People went to school, they got a job, and then they got married and they had kids. I Truly, in my world, there was not another possibility. It sounds kind of crazy, right? But I didn't consider the possibility of not getting married and have a, having a family. And the, if that happened, it would be terrible. So... What have you decided is terrible about growing up? Because there seems to be this this black cloud around adulthood. Um, I was I was on the internet and I found this uh, photo of a bunch of kids on a beach and it and the quote above it said, "Remember when we couldn't wait to grow up?" And then at the bottom it said, "What the hell were we thinking?" So there there is this underlying negative connotation that adulthood sucks and especially growing old sucks I mean for sure growing old sucks but adulthood in general sucks and that childhood is the best time of your life that childhood is the most carefree joyful time and then you have to grow up and then it's all downhill from there so Everywhere you have bought the idea that childhood is the best time of your life and that youth is the best part of your life and the thing to be envied, 
Would you like to get rid of that belief? Would you like to destroy and uncreate everywhere you bought that as true? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So that thing that I just said is the access consciousness clearing statement. Um, we use it to clear a whole bunch of energy that comes up. So as we talk about it, um, you start to remember things, you start a whole bunch of stuff starts to come up for you. And then the idea is we ask, would you like to destroy and uncreate it? Would you like to get rid of it? Would you like to get rid of everywhere you bought it as true? Um, and then the clearing statement is a whole bunch of words that sounds like mumble jumble. Um, if you would like to know exactly what it all stands for, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. It's all explained right there. But we're going to be using it a little bit on the show to clear a bunch of stuff that comes up for you when you think about aging and when you think about growing up um, and and all of the things that you bought as true. So where have we decided that growing up sucks? <laughs> and what is it about what is it about growing up? What is it about adulthood that's so much better than, uh, sorry, that's so much worse than childhood? What are some things that you have decided are terrible about adulthood? Um, did you ever learn that this concept of innocence, this concept of loss of innocence really um, intrigues me? We seem, we tend to look at kids and think that they are, they have this innocence about them. And then you grow up and the world taints you. The world is harsh on you. The world changes you for the worse. Um, there's an image in the, if you, if you join the Facebook event of this radio show, so for, for every week I create a, a Facebook event for Messy Adventures in Living and, and the topic that we're going to be discussing. And I often look for images and quotes and stick them in there because they're great sources of interesting points of view and beliefs that we've bought. And there is an image uh, of a baby that... It's an image of a baby, and it basically says, um, babies are angels are born angels. I'm totally paraphrasing because I can't find the image on my computer right now. Um, babies are born angels with wings and they lose their wings as they grow legs or something like that. Um, babies are angels whose wings decrease as their legs increase. Did you get that? Babies are angels whose wings decrease as their legs increase. There's some weirdness on that for me. Anybody else? What is their wings decrease? What does that mean? What does that bring up for you? Yeah, heavy. It's so heavy. So um, in the modality of access consciousness, there is this tool, the truth will make you feel light. And a, a lie will make you feel heavy. So whatever is true for you will make you feel light. And something that's heavy is is your indication that it's a lie for you. So as I'm talking throughout this next hour, use that tool and see what sits heavy for you and what light what lightens you up. Um, yeah, it was so so heavy when I read that, read that. A baby is an angel who whose wings decrease as their legs increase. What is it about wings decreasing your magic, your 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 knowing, your awareness, your joy, your excitement, your playfulness? 
do all of those things decrease as your legs increase, as your physical body, as you, like for me, it's more about buying into this reality, the legs, right? The legs increasing. So, um, and it's really an interesting point of view. And, and I remember when I had my son specifically, when he was an infant, I used to, I look at him and be like, wow, look at how pure and beautiful and and innocent he is. And I used to think, wow, it was. It saddened me to think that the world was going to taint him. This whole idea of being born clean and pure, and then the world just screws you up. And this is a lie. This is a lie. So everywhere you bought that lie, let's clear some of the energy on that too. Everywhere you bought the lie that you started out as pure and beautiful and innocent and then you were put into this dirty, disgusting world that is full of hate and full of bullshit, and that you became this unhappy adult because of the world, and that the world, everywhere you have bought the idea that the world has taken away your innocence, will you please just join and create all of that, right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and same for when we look at our children, how much are we actually projecting that onto them just by thinking it? How much do we project onto kids? Even if it's not in our words, even if we never say it with words, how much do we project onto them? Oh, you're so beautiful right now. It's too bad the world's going to screw you up. And how much of that are they picking up energetically? Because kids are little psychic Spongebobs. Don't knock it. How much are they picking that up off of us, even if we never say it in words? And then creating that for themselves. So another, um, here's the idea, here's another idea about, uh, again, like what I was talking about at the beginning, the whole basis of this show is that your, your beliefs, your conclusions, your points of view, everything that you believe, ev- all of your perspectives, they create your reality. Your point of view creates what creates your reality. Reality does not create your point of view. So if this world sucks, that's not what creates your point of view. You don't look around and see what's out there and then have a point of view. I used to think that's how it worked. You might, if this is the first time you've heard it, you'd be like, well, yeah, of course, Katrina. Like, I look around and I see shit. So my point of view is that life is shit. Or I look around and I see riches and beauty. And then I think the world is beautiful. But it actually isn't that way. It's your point of view that creates your reality. If your point of view is that life sucks, guess what? Your life's going to suck. If your point of view is that getting old sucks, and your point of view is that being an adult sucks, then that's what's going to create your point of view. That's what's going to create your reality. So what? how much are we creating this? How much are we projecting at kids? So... How do we change our point of view? Well, by doing this kind of stuff, looking at all our conclusions, looking at our points of view, and then choosing something else, deciding or choosing to destroy them, to uncreate them, to choose something different, to see what else is possible. What are some of the other things we have decided about adulthood? Well, that you have to give up fun and play and adventure, right? Just what we were talking about a few minutes ago. 
we some, somewhere we decide that we have to get serious or we're told that we have to get serious now. That's enough play. You need to get serious. You need to go to school. You need to get a job. Come on. It's time to grow up. And those things are great. It's great to go to school. It's great to go and get a job and and receive money and buy a home if that's what you choose. Those things are not wrong. But where did we decide that the payoff for that is giving up fun and playing adventure? When did we decide that? Who says that you have to give those things up in order to have these other things? In order to have a job, in order to have a home, in order to have a family? Who says that you have to give up joy and play and fun? When did you buy that bullshit? Because it's actually not true. You can create your life as fun and playful and joyful while also receiving money, getting a job, going to work, having a home. You can, but we don't think we can, so we don't ask a question about how that could possibly show up. Because we've already concluded that adulthood means you have to get a job. And you know what? Like that job might suck, but oh well, that's life. You got to earn a living if you want to have a home and a family. So suck it up. Stop looking for fun. You need to get, you need to, get to work. There are lots of ways to get paid to do things that are fun. What could be so much fun for you that you would think is so ridiculous that you would get paid for it? What is so much fun for you that you think, how in the world could I ever get paid for this because I just do this from pure fun? And if you started to ask questions like that, what could show up for you in your world? How could you create your life from the invitation of play and fun while, while also creating your life, while also having all of those things that you actually desire? Interesting points of view that play and adulthood don't go together, right? What else? What else have we thought about growing up? Oh, you know, I saw a quote that said, um, when you grow up, you will become who you really are. So think back to your childhood again. Like, what is this energy of, I'm not quite a person yet when I'm a kid. I'll be a person when I'm an adult. That's when I'll be a real person. It reminds me of Pinocchio, you know, like I'll be a real boy. When will, you know, then I'll be a real boy. Right? Did you ever have that growing up? Like when you were a kid that you thought, um, I'm not really a real person yet. I'm just this kid. I'm going to be a real person when I grow up. What the hell is that crap? Who says children are not real people? Who says you're not all of you when you're a child or when you're young? How much were you waiting to become an adult because you thought that meant you were all of you? And everywhere you bought that crap and everywhere you have been waiting to become the real you and everywhere you're still waiting to become the real you because guess what? It was a lie that you were going to be the real you when you're an adult because you've always been you. So everywhere you bought that and everywhere you have been waiting to become the real you, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad. Pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Crazy stuff, right? Um, 
what other points of view about growing up? Well, you have to get serious and admit your mistakes. Have you ever heard this one? You have to, you know, grow up. Growing up means admitting that you're wrong sometimes. Growing up means, you know, looking at your mistakes and admitting that you're wrong. Really? You really have to accept life. Do you really have to accept reality? What if you could just look at everything that you've chosen as just choices, as interesting choices that have brought you to where you are, and guess what? You can choose again. You can choose something different. You don't have to get so serious about your life. Did you decide as a kid that, you know, remember when you were a teenager and you started to learn that you had to start making some serious decisions because these decisions were going to impact the rest of your life, like choosing a university excuse me, choosing a university, for example, um, choosing a career. I remember so much pressure in high school trying to choose. I had to decide what I wanted to be when I was grown up because I had to study this in school. And I had such a sense of um, like running out of time or pressure for time. Like I had to decide. And some of my friends would take... um, time off school, like a break from high school before starting university. And I remember thinking, no, I am absolutely not doing that. I do not want to waste one year of my life because after university, then I need to get married and have kids. It was craziness. Like it's one year. Who cares? But I remember feeling such a sense of pressure um, to decide what I wanted to be. And, you know, what if you didn't have to make a decision that was going to impact the rest of your life because actually it's not true. Decisions don't impact the rest of your life. They don't. Choices create. Yes, choices do create, absolutely. If you choose to have sex, you could get pregnant. But it's a different energy than make a decision because it's going to impact the rest of your life and make a decision because then you have to stick with it. There's a different energy to choosing and then seeing what shows up. So, you know, how much pressure are teenagers or kids under to choose something for the rest of their life, to make a decision about the rest of their life when they actually don't have to? They can choose something and then if it doesn't work for them, they can choose again. And then if it doesn't work for them, they can choose again. And you might be getting into the logistics of it. Well, you know what? Like, that's nice, but I have to pay for their university education. Well, you know what? What if you don't have to? What if you can show kids that they can choose and that they can create money? And, you know, like nothing has to be a certain way if we can create our lives from the question instead of from conclusion. And we can empower our kids with this, too, because we can show our kids that they can create their lives by choosing, and then choosing different if that choice doesn't work for them. And if something is challenging, they can ask questions about how they can create it. So um, everywhere you have decided that you had to make decisions that were going to impact the rest of your life or all of the decisions that you made that were actually choices, that you now have concluded and decided and that you regret because they have impacted your whole life, would you like to let all of those go and all of the judgment around that go and see that you 
just made choices. Your choices created your reality and now you can choose again. It's not too late. And everything that is, will you destroy, not create at all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, poison beyonds. Okay, we are going to take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A2Zen.fm. And today we're talking about never grow up and never grow old. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fava. We are on A to Zen.fm, and today we're talking about growing up, growing old. The title of the show is Never Grow Up and never grow old. So we've been looking at all of the points of view, all of the beliefs, all of the conclusions that we have bought about what growing up means, how much it sucks to grow up, and how great childhood is, and how much we should favor youth and childhood um, over getting growing up and getting old. Um, you know, how much did you give up your dreams in favor of this reality 
did you decide that your dreams, like at what point in your life did you decide that your dreams were just fantasies and you kind of dropped them to the ground and took on adulthood? When did you decide that your dreams were just fantasies? When did you buy that lie? And would you be willing to consider a different possibility? Would you be willing to consider that it's not too late? There's such an energy of like too late and regret around adulthood and especially aging, right? Yeah, um, just looking in the chat room, which, by the way, you can join on a to zen.fm. You can click on the chat room link up in the top right-hand corner. Um, Christine in the chat room is saying around seven or eight. Yeah, I think me too. I, there's something about, what is it about age seven and eight? Like, it seems like a lot of stuff kind of flips at that age. Um, so, you know, whatever age you were, all of the, the flipping that happened, all of the all of the places in your world, all of the, the that reality flip that occurred where you dropped your dreams, you dropped all of your awareness and you gave it up in favor of this reality, would you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What if what if that's what we're aware of actually? Thank you, Christine, for that for this for prompting this chain of thought. What if our longing for our youth, like this um, thing that we do where we we think youth and childhood is so beautiful and wonderful. What if that's actually our awareness of everything that's possible? So, you know, did you flip to the other side at age seven or eight, right? Like, did you flip into this reality? And when you remember it, when you remember your childhood, that sense of, awe and that sense of joy and that sense of wonder, what if that's not remembering something in the past? What if that is actually your awareness that that is still existing, that that's still possible, that that's still hanging around? It's still here. You just have to choose it. What if childhood is not in the past? What if youth is not in the past? What if youth and childhood and joy and dreams and everything that we associate with it? What if it's right here, just waiting for us to choose it? What is time? What if there is no timeline, right? I always imagine this this timeline, like, what if childhood is not in the past? What if childhood is an energy? And what would it take for you to invite that energy back into your life? What could you choose? What could you play at? that would invite that back into your life? What if childhood is not in the past? What if it's right here, available to you at any time? What if you just gave it up? Which is exciting, because it means you can just choose it again. How many moments of play come up during your day that you ignore? I was at camp and I was playing... um, badminton with my husband and I just really was really getting how much we have forgotten to play with each other or we have actually chosen not to play with each other 
I mean, we've been together for 20-something years. And, you know, it's easy for us to joke about, haha, you know, we had kids and, you know, and then we had to get serious and, you know, we don't get to do the things we want to do anymore. But it's actually bullshit because we could choose to play anytime. And I was really aware of how much in those moments of play, you know, the kids are not around, they're out, they're with their cabin leaders and they're doing their own thing. And here we are playing a friendly game of badminton. And I really was aware of how much we came out of our roles of mom and dad and even our roles of husband and wife. And we were just people. We were just two kids playing badminton, having fun, joking around. It was great. And I really looked at that and went, you know what, I'm choosing more of this. I'm choosing more of this. Because that's what's going to contribute to joy in our relationship. And that's what's going to contribute to joy in our family. Our kids were having so much fun watching us after they came up from where they were. And they were like laughing at us. And how much do kids enjoy watching their parents have fun and play with each other? What a contribution that is to children when you show them that adulthood youth can still play when you're an adult. It's really super cool. Um, <laughs> Christine in the chat room, maybe I'm a little odd because I get told I'm very childish a lot. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, such an energy of play um, in my friend Christine in the chat room, actually. And yeah, I get told I'm childish a lot. Thank you for bringing that up. So what is that? What does it mean when somebody tells you you're childish or immature? Um, people tell my daughter, my oldest daughter, all the time, wow, like, you're so mature. And I wonder what what lie is she buying there or, you know, what, how much is being projected at her? Like, how much do we project at kids that mature, what maturity is and what it means to be mature? Um, and why do we call people childish? Like, what does childish mean? There's this negative connotation um, to it. Uh, um, sorry, just in the chat room, Rhonda, Bowen is always reminding me when I'm not playing enough. Yes, absolutely. He definitely knows the difference when I do and when I don't. Yeah, of course, because they can pick up on the energy. And, and it's like they know you just need to fool around a little bit. You just need to play a little bit and invite that energy back into your life. Right? You just need to invite that energy back into your life and be willing to play more. How much could that change aging? So, yeah, let's look at aging, actually. So what are some of our points of view about aging? Beyond growing up, what are some of our points of view about aging? What are some of the lies we have bought about what it means to age? Well, you lose your memory, your joints hurt, what else? Your metabolism slows down. Oh, definitely you get gray hair. And, you know, since your metabolism slows down, you gain weight and your hips spread and you get that middle age spread. And, you know, you, you sleep less. You get really restless with your sleep and you become a really bad driver because your, your reflexes slow down. And, um, you know, basically your bodies just start to break. So, you know, you might be thinking, well, hello, Petrina, it's true. Like, look around. But no, it's not. Because remember, your point of view creates your reality. Your reality doesn't create your point of view. I know lots of people who are in their 90s and who are even close to 100 and even maybe beyond whose bodies are not breaking. We all know someone who's quite old and their bodies are not breaking and they're active 
and they are playful and they do things with their bodies and their bodies are good. So it's possible. Maybe there's not that many, but it is possible. So if you know it's possible, if you see it, if even if one or two people are doing it, there's that little window. No excuses. Sorry. It's not true that when you get old, you break. It's just not because I know, because I see it. Where have you bought that lie and how much of the buying of that lie is what's actually creating it because your point of view creates your reality. So if your point of view is that when you get old, you break, that's what's going to show up in your world. So if that's not what you desire, you can change your point of view. Every time that thought comes up, every time you have an idea, every time you have an ache in your body and you decide that it's aching because it's old, you can say to yourself, wow, that's a really interesting point of view I have there. If you wake up and your joints are stiff, instead of saying, oh God, I'm 45, that's why my joints are hurting, yep, getting old, you could actually ask a question. Wow, what is this? Oh, I think I'm getting old? God, where did I buy that crap? Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. So if this is not getting old, what else could it be? And hey, body, what are you telling me? What do you require? Some magnesium? Sure, here you go. Okay, the idea is, I mean, maybe that sounds really simple. And you know what? What if it is? Because if you change your point of view, you change your reality. And you can change your body. You can. What other? Peeing in the night and losing your memory. Yep, peeing in the night. (laughs) You lose your bladder control, falling asleep before bedtime. No more sex drive. Yes, we all know this is not true. (laughs) How many points of view about aging have you bought that if you didn't buy them would just not be in your universe? Um, Yeah, um, Christine's mom, 93, got a new car for her last birthday. Wow. (laughs) How does it get better than that? I'll have some of that. That's amazing. So... We know these are not true. If you didn't take these points of view on, and if you said to yourself, interesting point of view, that I have this point of view, how much could you change in your body just by not buying the bullshit and the lies of aging? Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen.fm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back talking all about another possibility with aging. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world 
and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we're talking about never grow up and never grow old and a different possibility with Age, aging, growing up, youth, all of that crap. Really been looking at um, all of the decisions that we've made, all of the points of view that we have bought as true that are actually just a crock of shit. And a bunch of lies that if we didn't buy them, could we could create our life from something different. If you didn't buy all the lies that you were told and all the lies that were, have been perpetuated onto you from this reality, if you didn't buy them and you started asking questions, could you actually create the life that you truly desire? We live from conclusion so much in this reality. I really, it's taken me years and years, but I'm really starting to get the conclusions are absolutely everywhere and they can, can create your reality if you buy them, but something else is possible. It's called asking questions and creating your life from anything that's possible because anything is possible. So we're talking about aging and all of the points of view about aging. Um, And basically, a lot of what we have decided is aging is that our bodies break. And and we get old because our bodies are breaking down. And we um, have bought into the idea of genetics, um, that your parents died of a heart attack, so probably you will too, or your parents, you know, didn't age well, they were wrinkly, so probably you will too, or, you know, your parents lived to 100 and probably you will too. These are all conclusions. None of them are questions. And if we don't buy them, can we create what we actually desire? Um, I really just wanted to remind everyone about this energy of regret with age. Um, really look at it and really when it comes up for you, Ask yourself, where did I buy this is true? Where did I buy this? And it's like what I was saying before. If childhood is not a time in the past, if childhood and youth is an energy and it's not on a timeline, if it's not yesterday and it's here all the time for us to tap into and we just have to invite it back into our lives, would you have regrets? Um, I saw, I posted a quote in the, in the Facebook, uh, event of this, um, 
radio show, if you don't do wild things while you're young, you'll have nothing to smile about when you're old. If you don't do wild things while you're young, you'll have nothing to smile about when you're old. Well, you know what? Actually, it's not true because you can choose at any moment. And if you didn't choose fun when you were young, you can still choose fun now. You're not dead. You can always choose something different. Um, <laughs> what Sadness. Oh, here, I just have a collection of hilarious quotes to me that just, they're funny, but they're, for me, when I when I look at the internet and I look at quotes, I really get the sense of all the crap that we've bought, all the points of view that we've bought. Um, sadness is when you grow up and you realize all your childhood dreams were just a fantasy and that reality is so different. We talked about this already. Like, what have you decided? When did you decide to give up your dreams? And when did you decide that your dreams were just fantasy? Um, so, yes. I'm going to say it again. Even if you didn't choose fun when you were younger, it doesn't mean you can't do so now. If we can give up this idea of time, we can really change our ideas of growing up and our ideas of getting old. If time is a construct, then what is getting old? What have you decided you can't choose because you're a certain age? You can choose, right? What have you decided is not available to you because you are a certain age? And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine chores, boys and beyonds, because you can choose anything at any age. And you might say, well, you're, but my body. No, but nothing. Ask a question. Body, what would it take to go jet skiing? What would it take to invite more play into our lives? So I invite you to ask that question um, as we're coming to a close on this, this hour. What energy of play have you decided is in the past that actually isn't? That if you just invited it back into your life would create a future filled with joy and wonder and play and excitement and fun. It's not in the past. The energy of childhood is not in the past. Childhood is not a time. It's an energy. Youth is not a time. It's an energy. And it's here, available for you to choose, available for you to invite back into your life anytime. Um, there's a great quote, um, and I don't remember who it's from. I actually think it's Gary Douglas, but I don't remember. And it goes, change is not painful. Resistance to change is painful. So how much are your aches and pains, your resistance to change? And if you invited change back into your life and you invited play back into your life and you invited fun into your life, how much could you change what's happening in your body and in your life. Thank you so much for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. See you next time. Thanks for playing Have with fun. us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.